some of you were not here with us last week. I think there were like 20 of us in the building last week, and uh, it was pretty, pretty messy morning. But um, in addition to it being a messy morning, the live stream stuff did not work. And when the live stream stuff does not work, neither does the recording for the podcast stuff later. And so it's just not a real good way to catch up on what I said. And so I don't normally give a quick recap, but I'm going to give a quick recap this week because um, last week we started this conversation about invitation, this word invitation. Um, so something I kind of alluded to a couple times leading up to this year and um, kind of want to unpack a little bit of that concept that I did last week just briefly before we talk through this week. And this idea that a lot of times we've kind of lived in this culture where churches become a thing, where we gather in a building and we have our time here, and we think that if we make good enough programs, if we have good enough services, if I preach well enough, if our music is interesting enough, people would want to come be a part of that. And we hope that if we invite people to that, there's interest enough that they would come in and then just get wrapped up in the Word enough that they think, yes, this is what I need, and maybe start following Jesus, right? And the idea that we're kind of unpacking there and talking about is not that any of that is in and of itself wrong or bad. But when we put all of the emphasis in it on that, I think we miss the heart of what Jesus was actually doing and what Jesus was actually teaching his disciples to do. Go, that word is important, make disciples of all nations. Go is usually the kind of instruction that God is giving his followers, the people who choose to be people he, like who say, I want to be used by you. Hey, Isaiah, it was one of the passages from last week, here I am, send me. That kind of mindset is send, go. The language is not usually bring in, invite, gather. There's still verses and things that talk about gathering. Hebrews says, do not give up on meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. And so what we're really saying in the midst of these conversations is trying to reframe the way we view invitation, the way we view discipleship, the way we view our goal and our heart and our emphasis for this year to be more than people who just attend, but to be people who are followers of Jesus, follower of his teaching, followers of his way. And so what we want to be doing is being people who find ways to invite people into our lives. Because in inviting someone into our life, we have the opportunity for them to have relationship with us. One of the things I mentioned last week is it's kind of like inviting somebody to a game night. Um, for me, like if I invite one of y'all to a game night, some of you might be like, oh, I love games. Candyland, sorry, some of these things are great. And I'm going, that's not the kind of games we're playing. Um, the kind of games we're playing has like a 27-page rule book. And it's going to take a while for you to get through that. And there are other people here who already know what they're doing, and they're actually really good at this. So you're going to lose, uh, just be aware. Um, it's, it's a little, that doesn't sound appealing, right? For some people, that's it. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. <laughs> Solid amen. I love it. Um, it's the same thing, is basically. And so, um, but that's kind of the way it feels sometimes when we invite people to church. I like you, and I don't even necessarily have a problem with your game. I'm just not sure how I feel about walking into this place where I feel so out of my element, where I don't know the rules, where I'm a little overwhelmed by what's going on here. These people are weird. They're different than I thought they were. And game nights can be a little weird sometimes. You never know. We're nerds, and we're okay with that. It's all right. But it's one of those things that's overwhelming to be invited into a space like this. But what if I'm invited to somebody's house for dinner? I like you, and I know I like food. 
sold, right? It's so much simpler when we are talking about us being the church. And we're inviting people into our lives so that they start to spend time in community with us, start to kind of walk through life's journeys, life's ups and downs, the highs and lows, the difficulties, the brokenness, the different things we face together in that relationship, and then ultimately even studying together. And sometimes when I say that, we're going to unpack all these ideas in more depth, but it's not just studying the Bible, but it's just like, what are you learning? What are your views on the world? How are we just discussing and navigating through the truths of life and how we deal with those together in ways that help both of us grow? And whenever we're in that kind of relationship that's we have opened ourselves up to that kind of invitation, then we have this amazing opportunity for someone to see Christ's love, Christ's work, Christ's transformation in us in a way that makes someone say, you know what, as I'm learning with you, as I'm walking with you, as I'm seeing this, I have a desire for what you have. And the byproduct of that is I would love to be in this community you talk about that is so meaningful to you, like we mentioned earlier, right? Instead of having the first invitation be here, what if the first invitation was to us? And how do we go out to be the church beyond these walls versus just hoping that we can convince someone and that they'll like it enough to stick around, right? And so, with all that said, there's a kind of rough overview recap of last week, the summary 